talked about a W in a long time, man. Oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? How many it sure weeks has this been, man? A well, few. It's been a few. It, you know what? I, I think the Tampa Bay game, it, it was kind of sandwiched in the middle. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it, it maybe it feels like a longer streak than it's been. They'd only lost two in a row. I know, but the bye week, of course, kind of cost the bye you. Bye week, the two and six, the hopelessness, the injuries, the everything else here. Uh, final score of this one was Pittsburgh 20, New Orleans 10. I don't care about the Saints. I don't care to evaluate the Saints. Right. I know they've got struggles. What does your head coach say about teams that have struggles? <laughs> we do not care. Okay. It's either we glad is we're glad it's their problems. Okay. That's that's, that's what that's another one is saying. Not so a problem, I, DK. What was your like? If, if you just had like a an overarching thought about this game that the Steelers played, about the way they won, about the way they played, mm-hmm. what would be like the first thing that would come to mind? Good. First thing, honestly, and and watching that tape, DK, I said good. Okay, but of course, within that, not just really good, not just great, awesome game, none of those things. I I, I thought good because we did. Some good things when it came mm-hmm. down to this play. I look at this team and I say, sometimes we can overcomplicate stuff sometimes, okay? But then it was very simplistic throughout the game, too. I'll say this. I thought designation of who got passes in this game was more clear, I think, we've seen in the last two years. I, I, I thought and who called, so noticeable. Who called that? You called that last week. Yes, 100%. You said, you said subtraction. Uh, well, addition through subtraction meaning Chase Claypool's trade, not even in a disrespectful way. It just, no. wasn't, it just wasn't – it was messing everything up here. It was, man, and it was so much in the sense first couple passes of the game went to George Pickens, and then I think Pat Frymuth got one. It wasn't until late in the first quarter till Deontay got a pass his way, if I'm not mistaken. And you know what that says to me? We have a pecking order. And not to say that Deontay ain't important. My thing was in this, Deontay has a specific role. He can get the move the chain passes. He can get that down the hash, I mean, down the sideline, right over his front shirt pocket type of passes. You know what I'm saying? And he, I think he's okay in that role. I didn't see much behind it. Of course, Kenny missed a couple here and there to, to all the receivers and tight ends. But in general, to me, DK, I thought it was more simplistic. But, of course, there's some things where you see Deontay come backwards on a on a catch and you're just like, stay forward. And it takes two times <laughs> to get a third, to get a first down. You see, like, I, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was just good today. The running game, Najee finally busting one open. You know what I saw today? Straight downhill, being able to just go get the ball. But on the other half, DK and listeners, still a nation, guess what? We go into Wildcat where Kenny Kenny Pickett goes out. And, of course, Najee's not going to throw the ball, so you get no gain right there. Again, good, not great, not bad, just good today. In my weekly stop at the Terrell Edmonds locker stall, (laughs) it's so funny. He said something that's so similar to what you just said in the sense that he goes, there wasn't any like big splash, this or that. Yeah. I mean, you can si- kind of single out the running game to an extent, yeah. Yeah. you know, because of, because of all the yards that they picked up and we'll get into that in the second yeah. segment, but overall, and this was, this was TE talking. He said it was just so spread out. Like there were so many different guys that were uh, contributors and it wasn't even just TJ. It TJ was. was TJ. Okay. But it was, yeah. it was everybody across the board. And, 
Moan, I got to tell you, there's a very high-ranking executive of the Steelers who said to me on the way out of the stadium, man, we needed that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, we did, man. The crowd, the fan base was behind it. Everything that you needed, man, was there. And to me, this is the team that you, you need to get better. This is the team that everybody knows their role to, to grow that role and to get better. Jalen Warren coming in, mm. giving a spell, getting some chunk plays. That's what you needed, DK. It wasn't, hey, let me pull a rabbit out of a hat. There were a couple plays that were very questionable, of course. But I think the, the way we look at this group right now is this is the floor, okay? Whether they're playing a really good team or whether they're playing a team like the Saints, this is the floor. Moving the line of scrimmage. First two plays of the game, I feel like, was moving the rock. You see what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. you have the ability, whenever Kenny starts to reel it in a little bit better, his his accuracy kind of steps up, uh, steps up a little bit. Uh, knowing when to tuck the ball and run away was a little bit better. And by the way, let me just say, tip my hat to him, too. He's in a position where he was running outside of the box and he was about to run out of, out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage for a sack. And did what? And he flung it forward for an incomplete pass. Casual conversation I had with Omar Khan. He he opened up his. Let me see if I have it here in front of me. Yeah, I do. Here, I'm gonna show you this. DK doing a little research work right here. Go ahead, DK. Actually, this was this was Omar. Uh, He said he he you know the the official summary that they pass out after the game, the NFL summary. Yeah, yeah. And Omar goes like this, and he's going through the book, and he points to me. He says. Look at this right here. He was looking at Kenny Pickett's numbers. It's 18 of 30, 199. And I wasn't 100% sure where he was heading. And it, and he points over to the interceptions column. And it was yeah. a zero. Yeah. That's the floor, Moan. And I yeah. said back I said back to Omar, I go, you know, how many times, and I didn't do this research yet, but how many times did Kenny just throw the ball away? Mm-hmm. I'll bet it was more often in this game than in the total yeah. of his other NFL starts. Yeah. And that's a noble thing. You gotta set that somewhere, Moan. You can't just keep throwing three, four interceptions a game. No. You just can't. Just no, can't. And, and 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 real quick, and we'll get back to the Steelers, is is this right here. The reason quarterbacks run out of bounds in those type of situations right there, because that throw away is a incomplete pass, which means it hits their passing percentage. A lot of quarterbacks these days say, screw that sack. We'll get it back in the yards through the air. Well, what you're doing, and then when it comes time to, of course, or of course like rankings of who's the best quarterback completion percentage, that right there, they take that sack because that goes to the offensive line as opposed to the incomplete pass, which goes directly to their stat line, which is why I was just like, okay, Kenny, throw it away. I'm okay. <laughs> you know, you know, in baseball, when you ground out to the right side and advance yeah. the runner, yeah, they 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 note that in the box score, okay. Yeah, but the, you still get stuck with making the out. You know, yeah. like they don't, the only thing, if it's a bunt, maybe they should consider that in football. If you throw it away, if you literally throw it away ten rows deep, just take it off the list. You know, I saw but a it, quarterback today run out of bounds four yards behind the line of scrimmage and could have just flung it. And I was just like. Idiots. So you're right. <laughs> That's Maybe the OL something. in you, though. You, you don't want to get stuck with well, that. I you see know what's going me. On here. You know me by now, all right? But again, overall, DK, 
Good, man. I, I'll get to your point about what happened today. This should be the floor. And from there, we get we frame our house. We get some sheetrock. You feel me? We, we, get, we get some insulation. We get a roof. We, we get running water. We get electrical. That's where I'm going from today, DK, if we can just have nice things again. That is it. When we come back, there's another page in here everyone is going to want to talk about, and that's the one with all the running backs and the suddenly out of nowhere vibrant Steelers running game. Foster Show. As promised, we're going to go over some of this running uh, detail here. Najee Harris, 20 carries for 99 yards, a 5.0 average, a long of 36. Najee took out who was 26 for New Orleans, as long as I have my materials here. Uh, P.J. Williams was sent into yeah. the next century, and then Najee got a, a hit on the <laughs> noggin there at the end yeah, of that run. Yeah, he did. Jalen Warren, your guy. Yep. Uh, nine carries for 37 yards. And I have to tell you, Moan, that when I brought up the running game to the head coach, yeah. Mike Tomlin's first response to me was to, mo- to was to point out Kenny Pickens' running. Yes, sir. He said, don't leave him out. That's a big part. And sure enough, Kenny had eight carries uh, for 51 yards and a long of 23. George Pickens, by the way, two carries for 23 yards. They had both of their... Uh, offensive touchdowns were rushing touchdowns. Moan, what what was this? It was attitude. I thought it was, other than doing the wildcat, other than, you know, the tall sweeps a couple of times, it worked sometime, and then sometimes it's just like, just not in that scenario, not in that situation right there. You know what we saw today from beginning of the game to the end, and there was some ebb and some flow also, okay? We saw movement from the offensive line. Go back and look at the tape. Oh, did we now? They moved bodies today, okay? Okay. Okay. In in the run game, there was attention to detail on combination blocks, getting to the linebackers. Like, it was three yards, which is a a mile in football yards, right? Before Najee was even touched, there was man on a man. There wasn't a rush to get to the second level until you had to get to the second level. You had wide receivers down the field also blocking. We don't speak enough about that. George Pickens has a knack for blocking down the field. Deontay will get in the way. Of course, having big tight ends will be able to do the job too. But the line of scrimmage moved in the other direction today, DK. That was what was the big difference. With Kenny, of course, the guy is an athlete. Almost every quarterback in this league now has the the, the ability to run down the field. He found ways to get downfield and safely too. That was another good thing he does. I don't at all love the shoulder slide that he does on one of his bigger runs. He was able to uh, yeah, slide did. baseball mm-hmm. slide into it, but just the way everybody else is involved. Jalen Warren was another guy, man. And I know everybody's going to be in that position. Well, he should be the starter. No, this is easy. Okay. Easy. Yeah, this is, this is okay with the way you got a yin and a yang of these two guys. I will say this. It's exciting to watch Jalen Warren get to the edge. But the other thing about this, too, I think Jalen Warren is faster than Najee. Watching Jalen being able to get to the edge and get those extra yards right there, that's a specialty of his. As long as you're able to draw it up in the manner that we saw, Matt Canada draw it up today. And beat a guy. Well, we'll get to Matt Canada. Okay. Jalen got to the outside and beat a guy, and he kept running. Yes, he did. 
And I got to tell you, Moan, inside that stadium, there was yeah. like this. There was like this cathartic moment. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, we can still. That's that's legal. <laughs> it was it was an amazing scene. Uh, big runs that were broken off, yeah. uh, chunk plays uh, on the ground. Something that I don't think anybody could have expected, but, but, but some but, guys but, did. When it was when it was good, DK two, it wasn't overly greedy. Okay, let's talk about uh, Kenny Pickett. The sneak at the goal line, beautiful. Again, George Pickens not going to the edge, found his gap and went into the close end zone. Nothing overly greedy when you look no. at the way this game was given or the way the run game developed. Is there? I'm taking it. And yes, they made plays on the New Orleans side of the ball on their defense too. So I'm, I'm this. That's a part of the game too. You know, my my thought here. Uh, it, it really goes back to something after the game. Uh, Kevin Dotson, who, as you know, is becoming it, it kind of a go-to guy in there. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I, I I say to him, I, I actually I just start walking in his direction, and he goes like this <laughs> because what he, he when as soon as sure enough as soon as I got there, there's uh, he was there. J.C. Hasnauer was there, and they start saying right off the bat, "We told you it's just it's just missing." This or that, we're missing this or that or one thing. Remember, Moan, how we were saying yep. in, op- in the opening week, we did that. It was that it was it was a lot of things, and then Not- they started feeling better about themselves when when it was just one guy out of eleven. Yes. So when you see something happen that was unfortunate, like the the cross up between Dan Moore and and, and the Dotson, running back was it Najee? Yeah. And 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 in in a Kenny pace for it with a really hard sack from behind, they kept playing, and they yeah. did, and they actually did. I thought the line played pretty well, including as terrible as it sounds after that play I just described in the pass protection game. Yeah, and I'll I'll give him uh, credit on this. Well, I'll I'll take some of the heat on this one for him and the understanding of what happened. Dotson yeah, slid please, right. Because I didn't understand that at all, actually. Dotson slid right, and I think that was actually a combo between Najee and uh, Dan Moore. The it backer in- intentionally goes and picked Dan Moore. In that, Najee loses his guy, the linebacker, and next thing you know, Dan guy comes around for the sack. That's what that was. That was a pick. What has to happen from here, Dan's IQ got to go up. He has to know if somebody's in the B-gap inside of me, stay vertical. Fill him. Don't let him sack me right there. It was one of those uh, presents with your right hand for him. Grab him and move him in because I'm sure that's something that has to have happened on film. That wasn't the first time that has happened. I expect next week for him to drag his inside right hand if somebody's in the B-gap, especially if Kevin Dotson is sliding right. I almost got mad at Dotson. I rewound that play like five times just trying to get understanding of it. That people was a schematic pick for a sack, and it just happened to get a young guy and a running back who Missed a protection right there, and, and being it was just fair ugly here, hit. It, it was being fair. New Orleans uh, schemed that very well. Yeah, they did. They executed it borderline illegally. I mean, they. I mean, they got more. They got more something fierce. Yeah, uh, yeah, they and did. I, I, you know that. Uh, overall, though, again, overall, they were better. Running game was an actual thing. How much of that had to do with New Orleans and whatever else here? Hey, screw that. Yeah, 
<laughs> in the terms, people, you look glad you got your problems or do not want to hear about them, DK. I don't want to hear about New Orleans problems because they made it some good plays, too. That defensive back that they had, uh, what's his name, uh, Adebo, was pretty yeah. good today, man. Got to give it to them. They got six sacks on us today. They played a good game. They had some TFLs. A lot of things happening right for them. And just guess what? We ended up closing out. And by the way, the presence of a young guy, or not young guy, he's middle-aged now in the NFL, TJ Watt, okay? Good. Play one on defense, getting a TFL. All right. How how better can you explain? I don't think it was a TFL. I think it was just a tackle for no gain. Yeah, Goodness he, gracious. Yeah, he he had a couple early assists that were pretty yeah. impressive. And and he also had a near sack where Dalton felt he was forward by a yard or whatever. But I mean, you could just see that everything around him is different when he's out there. All of a sudden, Alex Highsmith was allowed to go in. How about on that fourth and one stop? Yeah. Okay. With all due respect to TJ, he's got nothing to do with that. And I feel like we <laughs> need to call that one out. Okay. Here's my favorite thing about that play. Okay. What's that? All right. So Robert Spillane, he comes off the, the edge like really late. Like he's just yep. standing there as the stack develops. Yep. And then he grabs. It, it, who was it? Uh, uh, it, was, it wasn't it was all Andy, was it? Dog. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Andy. Grabs him. And throws him down, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you're thinking, oh, man, Spillane's going to be all over the highlights. CFL, <laughs> yeah, look at that. Wow, this is an incredible play, fourth and one. What actually happened on that play, Moan? Who's did, down it, there? Who's yeah, down there? Uh, what, TJ? No, 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 it, TJ? This was, no, this was the one that – the fourth and one where he, Andy just tried to go directly forward. So we went and we counted I'm the bodies and we it. got names. It was Cam – Larry Ogunjobi. Larry O. And then and was- Alex Highsmith came in, knifing in from the side, which is not something we've seen him do much of. Uh, just well, a that's a technique they. That's a technique they often use, though, because it gets the offensive line unbalanced right there. And as you can see, that can be a uh, there's there's gaps right there because the offensive linemen in those situations just want to spear forward and mm-hmm. they get out of touch. I mean, they get uh, unbalanced in their approach to trying to block. So, man, huge. I thought – I'll say this, too. We saw a bunch of hustle across it, across the board when it comes down to this team. Man, Casey with an interception today. Wallace – like, everybody was pretty much Johnny on the spot. Casey was that, – that interception by Wallace today was by far one of the best ones I think we've seen on this defense in a while as far as shadowing beautiful. a guy, not getting the DPI, and also Fine. on the offensive side of the ball, too. Uh, Najee fumbles and Chooks hustling. Mm-hmm. Falls on the uh, on the on the ball and recovers the fumble because that could have turned ugly for this that the, the swing of momentum for that team too. Yeah, no, no question about that. Uh, when we come back, the only segment that matters. That's the moment. Back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters, which is brought to you by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Guess who gets to enjoy an item from the Get-Go Cafe and Market this week? I do. That will be Ramon Foster. <laughs> because, because he cleaned me up on bets. He cleaned me up on the bet that we had last week. It was whether or not the Steelers would score 20. Steelers offense would score 20 points. It was exactly 20 points. <laughs> what did they get? 20 points. 20 points. <laughs> I was laughing as the scores were coming in. Just like, yeah, <laughs> baby, here we go. I get a pilgrim. 
and social media is all lit up. Moan gets a pilgrim. Moan gets a pilgrim. For anybody who doesn't know what a pilgrim is, uh, it's an unbelievable, literally, sandwich that that Getco Cafe and Market only does around Thanksgiving time. And to spare you the description uh, details, it's Thanksgiving on a bun. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's what it is. There's there's turkey, cranberry stuffing, everything all on a yeah. bun, and it is you're gonna like it. Yeah, it's so it's okay to lose DK because it still is win. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me see what I can. Uh, here's here's one from Tim Simmons. He says, "I'm gonna back up here a little bit." Hey, Moan, <laughs> what are the chances of the Steelers really leaning into a rebuild? this offseason versus a status quo trying to fill some holes. How bad would their record have to be overall at the end to really become sellers and start collecting draft picks? Uh, That'd be interesting watching how Omar Khan operates when it comes to, you know, the buying and selling of picks and trying to get it together. Of course, you know, I've been having this conversation, DK, for a little while about, okay, well, it's got to be about positioning and, we also had a conversation earlier this week too, DK, about what like this team can flip this. It, it can flip its frigging record. I mean, it's not like you got world beaters when it come down to who they have left on this roster. So there is an opportunity that this group can have a mid round draft pick. Having a top ten is one thing. So to to answer your question, I honestly, do think we're already in a rebuild. You go get a franchise guy, right? And and, and what you did and with the offensive line last year and you know, you go ahead and collect the second round pick, if I'm not mistaken, for Chase Claypool. Like, we're already there. It's just a matter of letting the timeline of the offseason, everything else kind of catch itself. I, I, again, I, I've said this time and time again, I've just had general conversation with people, too. I, I do think the skill set is already there as far as the offensive side of the ball. George, Pat, uh, uh, Deontay, like Najee, Jalen Warren. Now we throw him in that conversation. You got your B tight end also that's in there. And Zach, there's a lot that's there. I think you got to look at, okay, let's really take a look at the OL at, at, at a couple of positions. That's there, right? And then to me, I, I wouldn't be shocked if this team didn't go heavy defense again, simply because how much longer, DK, is Cam going to play at that level? You know what I'm saying? What about the linebacker position? What would it be like to have, heck, if we were 12, getting the top 12 corner? You know what I'm saying? As far as a guy coming off the board, I'm looking at I know Sauce Gardner and with the Jets is, is a different dude. Cause yeah, he's that's one of the top a really guys. different dude. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine getting someone that's in that that tier. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Pittsburgh – needs and deserves one of those when it comes down to what a build look like. And as long as you still will have, and I think Cam will be around next year unless he decides to retire, as long as you still have Cam, as long as you still have TJ, as long as you still have Minka and they're all under contract, you have them being able to teach young guys what it means to play on that defense still. So that's why I kind of lean more towards that way. I don't know what's going to happen with Dan Moore. I know a lot of people probably don't feel okay with that situation, with how he's just been up and down. But this this game right here with the Saints, I thought was growth. Um, but that's got to be the, the 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 case week in and week out. You know, it's one thing coaches always say this: if if you're consistently good or bad, you're consistent. And I know what I need to do there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Between yeah. Kevin Dotson and between uh, you know uh, Dan Moore, 
it's consistently we don't know. So because of those reasons, you got to, you know, lend yourself to the fact that this is a business. And at some point, some change may happen. I do think they go deep DN defense um, next year. I'd, I'd rather see D Well, not D tackle. Well, at 12, you can get a D tackle or corner. That's just where I'm at. When you have a young quarterback in whom you are trusting your future and yeah. you have him on the field unconditionally and you handle him the way they handled him this week, meaning Kenny Pickett, of course, yeah. and you say, hey, listen, throw the ball away, throw the ball away, throw the ball away. Yeah. Moan, that's yeah. rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's rebuilding. Yeah. Okay, when things weren't going particularly well in this game, there were there were plenty of people who were on social media who were just put Mitch in there. We have both of our wins with Mitch and whatever. This is what you don't do. No, you you, you want to win. You want to get the result. You want to have everybody feeling good about themselves. Yeah. You you don't mess with the direction. You just that, don't. That's a great point. And, you know? and that also, of course, everybody knows who their guy is in that building too, right, DK? And and the other part of this is with the way quarterback contracts work, now is the time to kind of maximize all the rest of the talent around him. Because mm-hmm. sooner or later, as he gets older in this league, he continues to be the guy, the more he's eventually yep. going to take care of the cap. So it's good to have really good young guys, DK, if, you know, our, if who's the Tim sent us to Haymon, if he's asking about a – a rebuild, this is just where we're at because at some point, Cam will be off the books, right? Mm-hmm. I think we still have TJ for a few, but Cam counts for a significant part of the cap. And that's yep. why I think you go get D-tackle a front line somewhere and try to get a young corner before <laughs> that pendulum swings, DK. And, that's and, it. And I, know. The, I know. You know that's what I'm it. saying? So mm-hmm. we're there, y'all. I, I just – I think we win more games if we play the way we did against the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question about that. Moan, let's do it again tomorrow. This was fun, right? I know, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Monday traffic would be fine. People would be nice to one another. I get a pilgrim sandwich because we scored 20 points from get-go. Yeah, there we go. Let's do it again tomorrow. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs>